back-to-back podcast. Am I loud in your ears, Sims? Holy shit, it scared the hell out of me. I could barely hear anything. Uh, we are we recording this uh, Thursday evening in uh, Newport Beach, California. Uh, we spent the day with some of the L.A. Chargers, uh, Melvin Ingram. Melvin Don't stay Bird. here, okay? Just warning everybody, don't stay here. At All the right? Newport residence. I had construction in the room next to me at 6.30 this morning. It was great because, I mean, I haven't worked hard this week or anything, so that was awesome. It was great to hear drills and people tearing down walls at 6.30 this morning. It's the Renaissance, not the Residence Inn. Oh, just so you know. Well, well, Renaissance. Uh, Renaissance. Renaissance. Thank you. I, I had a great night. Good. Um, and actually, I appreciate you having a tough night because it made me appreciate mine even more. Good. That's, I'm glad that at least somebody had a positive. And, and then the other what? thing that has to be mentioned is one of the most important things in the world right now. Well, hold on. Before we get to that, right. um, I also, man, the water in my room was great. The water? Yeah. You oh. Because you didn't have any? I had no water this morning. <laughs> I actually, it was a blessing in disguise. I, had a, I was going to work out, and I went back. You were getting your room service. I had a pee. I did. So I was like, let me go pee real quick before I work out. And I go, and I take the pee, and I go to wash my hands. And there's no water in my room. You're having the trip of a lifetime. Man, I would have been like, you what would have flight. happened? I would have had to come to one of your rooms to shower. Like, that's what would have happened. Like, I, don't, I, don't even, I wouldn't have allowed that. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have. either. I hear you. Yeah, you're not using any of my towels. Um, and then, I mean, of course, we're stuck under a big orange smoke cloud. Yeah, Sims is freaking out at the environment right now. Me and Lefko were planning what we wanted to open the show with. <laughs> We were saying, first we should do Sims' room, then we'll do the running water, and then we'll get to the orange cloud. Yeah, the orange cloud's a little bit of a problem. A little scary. I don't know what everybody is not that concerned about. Talk us through what you're seeing outside when we're here in Los Angeles. All right, well, it's my second trip to the West Coast in four weeks, right? And I was in Wyoming, and the California smoke was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, too, and they were concerned. And we went to San Francisco yesterday, and I was like, well, we were like, why can't we see those mountains off in the distance? We can't even see them anymore. And I was like, at that point, like brain farting, realizing, oh, crap, I forgot half the state of California is on fire. And yes, we're here at Newport, Newport Beach, and we were at the bar tonight. And yes. There's like a huge orange smoke cloud, like the size of New Jersey over us. And people are looking at it like it's like this beautiful tropical thing. I mean, it was pretty beautiful. Yeah, really. It's good but for it's Instagram. Also scary. Yeah, it's great on RG3 Instagram. touchdown, Brashad Perryman. Bam. We're recording this. There's three minutes left in the Ravens-Rams game. And the Ravens are absolutely shellacking the Rams. Bludgeoning the Rams. Bludgeoning the Rams. And really... All three quarterbacks have looked great. They have. Joe Flacco looked really good. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he finally looked like he was able to show his full speed. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, they played some legit offensive linemen. The linebackers and defensive ends that we saw last week playing against them where they were all just looking at Lamar. This week they had to go, damn, Marshall Yonda and Ronnie Stanley are coming downhill, and we better worry about our run game fits. Right. And that gives him a little bit of an edge to uh, you know make something happen with his legs. Were you impressed with him? I was. I, and, again, I think the thing that – his ability to throw the ball from different angles, I think, is the thing I've been most impressed with in the mm. preseason so far. Uh, I believe even on his touchdown pass that we saw. I mean, he kind of dipped it down to the right yep. again. I mean, yep. he's he's uh, was did he throw a touchdown tonight? What the hell? No, he ran. He ran. He ran it in, and there was another. That impressive was a quick throw. cut he made. That was pretty impressive. It was. So we're going to kind of go through some of the preseason games that we saw and kind of update you on our trip today. Uh, we're also watching right now Niners Cowboys. We got to watch our favorite coach in the NFL, Kyle Shanahan. Yes, we do. And we got to see how. 
how he's doing. They're up right now. As we're recording this 7 nothing. Michael Gallup caught a touchdown. Kid out of Colorado State. So we'll see. But Dez, uh, not Dez, Dak with a good touchdown pass there. Uh, first game that comes on, Saquon Barkley. Yes. First play. First play. Unbelievable. Uh, you looked at me and just said, that cut. That cut. He's, I've never seen a guy other than Barry Sanders who can like jump cut side to side and still be going forward and then just turn it on and go, oh, okay, you want me to go full speed? I can do that here in the next step and a half. No problem. Oh, Demarius Randall, first round pick. Oh, see ya. I'll see you up the sidelines. That's just it's amazing to me his ability to do those jump cuts like we talked about. I was also very impressed just from the Giants offensive side of what Pat Shermer kind of was installing. I saw a man in motion for the Giants. <laughs> you said as soon as he I haven't seen a man in motion yeah. for the Giants in 2 3 years. Well, I that's what I love about you Lefko cuz you really do pay attention and yeah, I mean how many times did you say on the first drive like look at this formation? They had a bunch at, yeah. They had a bunch they formation. They tight end to the right, three receivers to the left another time. It I was mean, incredible. It was. It just... and, and it was also like they got Eli easy throws. And look, I'm, you can't re- overreact to preseason, but you can kind of see like some in- early installation. Sure, right. And I haven't seen that of the Giants in a while, so that was good. Um, you know what wasn't that good? And boy, we're getting hit up on social. The Dragon. The Dragon. The Davis Webb. Uh-huh. You forgot what his nickname was? Yeah, well, because I, why would I remember it? Who cares? <laughs> he was one of our <laughs> off-season MVPs. I, apparently. He's... But uh, all those binders, that printer, the cowboy boots, the playlist, it did not help him. And he didn't look good. He was overthrowing things. He was kind of looking unsettled. Uh, like Kind of seemed a little overrated. Well, well I, I mean, th- <laughs> this will finally, I hope, humble him. And stop him from his world media radio interview tour that he went on. Like, he was the starting quarterback of a franchise. Like, just, you know, again, he's got talent, and I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I'm going to sound like a jerk just because I'm going to say it the way, like, a coach would say it yeah, or a player. It. It, hey, just shut the fuck up and do something in the league first before you make yourself available to the press, like, every corner, every turn, telling everybody how great your preparation is, how great I am at the playbook. I've talked to all the coaches. I've been in the meeting rooms. Yeah. Come on. You know, this is why now he's getting crapped on on social media. It's that reason, because he's gone out there and told everybody that he's special. He's doing interviews telling Ben McAdoo lied to me and said yep, I was going to. Yep. You know, it's just not the way to go about things. So this is like a little football karma, I think, that humbled him tonight. Look, there's a reason why all of a sudden all the coaches are starting to get a little tight-lipped a few weeks before the season, because they all don't want to be out there being like, oh, you promised us a lot of wins, and then it doesn't actually happen. Right. Um other side of the ball, uh, Tyrod looked good. Yes. David Njoku looks like a serious athlete. Yes, he is. But the star of the, Bron- of the Browns, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I mean, yeah, Tyrod went 5-for-5 five five for 98 yards and a touchdown, and Baker Mayfield was pretty awesome. I yeah, you, you were blown away at his feet. I was. I'm just blown away by his pocket presence, his ability to hop in the pocket, find little lanes, buy a little time. Those are the things I really was gonna see, wanted to see him do in the NFL. I, I questioned whether he could be as successful at that as he was in college football. And, yeah, tonight was a, a really strong showing. Escaped the pocket and ran it for a few yards a few yes. times when it was appropriate. And he looked like he had enough speed to actually take the edge. Yes, which is, right. Which was a concern right. because he didn't run a 4-5-2. No, he ran the 4-8. Yes. And then, like like you said, I mean, his touchdown pass in Joku, 
That was phenomenal. I mean, the, the, the one where he lofted over the middle and threw with some touch, let the big guy go up and get it. Yeah. You know, that's a veteran type of throw. It really is. And then, I mean, Mr. Antonio Callaway. I mean, Yo. that's the other star of the show. Look, there's a reason they were okay trading Corey Coleman. And I know that right after we talked about Callaway, he goes and, and he gets pulled over and there's marijuana in the car reportedly and then also pieces of guns. Yes. But you see why they're so excited about that guy. No question. I mean, when you, we always say there are some guys that can, make, that can catch a slant and there are some guys that can catch a slant and go. Right. And he has that gear. Now... He does. He's got that gear. He, he could be a special player. And as we talked about during the draft process, he's a guy that I think goes in the top 40, 45 picks if all the off-the-field stuff doesn't happen. The other say, a thing I'll say, just to slow down a little bit, like that I noticed through the game, you know, Cleveland was awesome. Don't get me wrong, and you of should course. be pumped of what you saw. But the Giants are – they looked like, to me, they played man-to-man every play. They're trying to find who – they got cover guys other than the two starters. Well, because their biggest weakness is It's secondary. their biggest weakness, and that was the one thing I did see on the field. I, go, I mean, every snap I kind of took notice of, I just was like, man, it's man-to-man again. Yeah. It's man-to-man. So, of course, that led to some easy back shoulder throws by Tyrod Taylor that right. were beautiful. You know, you get a slant route to Antonio Callaway, man-to-man, he breaks that first tackle. He's yeah, gonna, it's going to be him one on one. He's going to be gone, right? So, but uh, either way, it's a good start for the Browns. All right. So, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what we're doing with these pods, uh, this is kind of like a, a general. Like we watched a few games on purpose. One being Browns Giants, and now we're watching games. And if anything happens live, we'll do it. But Sims is going to spend that six hour flight back, yeah. just watching all the preseason games. And then Monday, we're going to have a much more detailed look. Like you got a chance to go back and watch the Hall of Fame game. Yes, and you came away with Orlando is it Orlando Brown Orlando Brown the yes. offensive lineman for the Ravens yeah. who, if everybody remembers was supposed to be a first round pick out of Oklahoma but then tested the worst ever at the combine and you came away going they might have to find a way to put him in the starting lineup yeah he's a he's a, just a giant of a man and and maybe looked, not at tackle. No, well, yeah, I think a right tackle would be the place he starts uh. out. And he's just a uh, he's a huge human being who has transfer transformed his body a little bit. He he took off some of that baby fat that he had in college, and yeah, he is a player. I mean, he's going to make them think at least about. Uh, or he's going to make them very comfortable with the de- depth of their O line. The Ravens again. Yeah, you're feeling it. I'm just 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 saying, watch out. Because the Ravens are one of those teams that I think people, you know, Flacco is going to be on a man on the mission. Yeah. Uh, they're they are all, also great for the injury bounce back. Yes, exactly. All of those right. offensive line injuries, all, they lose. Did they lose Jimmy Smith? Uh, last year, yes. Yeah, they lost. They, uh, they lost a bunch of corners. They lost a bunch of D linemen. And what happens is, is you go, oh, it's the same roster. Yeah, but they're all back. Yes. And they were one of the most injured teams. Very big bounce back candidate. And I'm also willing to say, the AFC North could be wide open. Could be. Because when you lose Ryan Shazier mm-hmm. and that defense falls off a cliff. And they'll levy on again. And, right. And yeah. who knows what he's going to be right away. Right. Um, I mean. And it, last year was a letdown year. Right. It's just, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm, I hear you. The North is really interesting. It is. It is. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go through these games and kind of some clips that we saw and what we think. Bengals, Bears. Uh, beautiful play by Joe Mixon. How did the best safety in the NFL miss that tackle, Chris? <laughs> Adrian Amos, I know. Well, it's, it's, hey, he's a good player. We have fun because 
we don't, you know, PFF has rated him as the number one safety in football, and that's why you can't pay attention to, you know, just rankings all the time based on did he check mark? Did he do his job? Check yes. Ooh, that's a plus grade. Did he do his job? No, negative. Okay, but what did that job entail? Like we always talk about, context matters in grading. So if you get to play free safety and just play the middle of the field, seventy snaps a game, yeah, you're probably going to get a positive grade because you're not having to be asked to do a whole lot. But yeah, Joe Mixon, man, he lost weight and he looks quicker. Doesn't he? Yes, he's a stud. Everything you expected? What's that? Mixon? Yeah, Mixon. Is it better than I expected? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, Mixon's got that type of ability to really be a special football player. Like, he can be in the conversation for one of the best running backs in the sport. I think he proved enough to me last year. But a little extra quickness and breakaway just, speed. Like it, even on that cool highlight, like yeah. the balance to stay on your yeah. feet like that, and the and the like. You're right. He was like a bulky running back last year, and now he's going to be a little bit more agile. He is. And the Bengals are right there. Yeah, I mean, the, they're one of the most talented rosters in the NFL the too. The Bengals were seven and nine last year. You know, I think everybody like feels like they were like four and twelve, and that's just not the way it is. And yes, the Bengals. The one thing you can count on. With Marvin Lewis, in the, they're not afraid to fight anybody. Now, no. they might screw up a playoff game or whatever else, but, man, they play Pittsburgh and Baltimore twice a year, and they have Baltimore's number. Nobody's got Baltimore's You're number. Right. So that just tells you the sty- style of football they play, the mentality they have. And, yeah, the, the AFC North is big, physical, got a lot of renegades in it, and it's, uh, it could take its toll on that division as the year goes on, too. The Darius Geis injury, he mm. is getting an MRI Friday morning, so we're going to learn a lot more there. It scared you when you first saw it. Yes, it did. Let's all, let's all take a moment of silence for Darius Geis yep. so that he doesn't get hurt, so let's do that quickly. Good. Thank you. Yep. Uh, but from what you saw in that play, you were a little bit of a doubter of Darius. Yeah. What did you see, even on that run? We're only talking about one run. That's a little bit of a reaction. Yeah. But. No, it was good hole, but yeah, it looked good. I mean, he looks the part in his uniform. That's the first thing I look at, just to see what he looks like. How does that build translate into a NFL uniform? Because college can be tricky that way. But uh, yes, power, great-looking body, certainly exploded through the hole. And yeah, when we first saw it, I thought his knee buckled badly, uh, the left knee, but I got to watch it on the computer and slow it down a little bit. Yeah, and yeah I, I think he's just going to have a sprain. I, I don't think it's going to be a torn ACL or anything. Sims has a very good ability of seeing an injury and being ready to like kind of determine how serious it's going to be. The problem was is we're there with Dennis, who is a big-time <laughs> Washington fan. You go, oh, he's done for the year. Yeah, yeah. And the color just came out of Dennis's face. I felt so bad. Uh, um, by the way... I I want to give a quick little shout-out to Mikey Bush. Mikey Bush. Mike Bush. He was in the area uh, when I put up on Instagram that we were at The Hub in Newport Beach. Yep. Came over, said what up, hanging out with Fendrick and us, kind of kicking it. Uh, good to see him. Yep. Thanks for coming by, Mike. It was awesome. Uh, Cam Newton yeah. and Calvin Benjamin pregame. Yeah. So Calvin Benjamin talked about if I could have played with any other quarterback, man, that would have been great. Cam stepped right up to him pregame. Stuck at his hand. Calvin did not shake it. Some other dude, likely a Buffalo Tom, Bill. No, that was Thomas Davis. That I, was not Thomas part, Davis. Part of that little talk there, 
That big dude that Cam shushed away? Yeah, that was Thomas Davis. Nah, I'm pretty sure. Go nah. ahead. Find it on social media. I'll check it out. Hurry up. No, let's do it right here live. No, I'm going to do it. But, okay. what, but what was your take overall just well, of that exchange? Because that was fire. It was fire. My take is that no quarterback in football would have gone up to the other guy in that team and even done that. I don't think. You don't think any other one? I don't think. The rest of them would have just been pissed off and played on the other side and ignored him. Cam went up to him and was going to confront the situation. And, you know, I don't know what this. It's unbelievable how big Cam Newton yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. It's easy to confront people when you're bigger than Exactly him. right. And I don't know what the final story is there. I don't know if Kelvin Benjamin feels like Cam talked behind his back to get him traded or didn't. Who knows what it is? I don't know that. Hopefully I'll find out. But obviously he was annoyed by the comments and he went to go over it. And then Kelvin Benjamin you know, yeah, it didn't look like he wanted to confront the situation. All right, so we're watching it now. That's Thomas so, uh, Davis. Yeah, but that's not the guy I'm talking oh, about. Oh, well, this is who oh, he shoots away. Oh, it is Thomas Davis. How dare you challenge me on the guy who almost stole my life and stole my damn spleen? Well, I know he what he looks almost like. Steal your spleen. He stole your spleen. Yeah, he stole my spleen. Almost stole my life. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that was a neat little moment. I'm yeah, it is interesting. It's, you know, I can't tell with Cam because he's, the problem is, is when you look like a movie star, you always look like you're positioning for the camera. Yeah. And so I, he obviously doesn't know that a random reporter from the Charlotte Observer is getting that. But don't you know that everything is being filmed? On the field before the game, he, I mean, he should know that. Yes, like he's an NFL he's player. Cam Newton. He's what was Cam your Newton. take when you saw that video? Uh, my take on it was it was awesome. I like the <laughs> I like the anger. Yeah, good shit. Right. Yeah, just confront it. Go in there. I mean, Cam is the fucking man. He dude. is. You just have to know that if you are Cam Newton, you're gonna have a camera on you from the second that you walk out of the tunnel and until you go that. back. Yeah, and he does know it. Who wins in a fight? Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton. Really? Definitely. Benjamin did get a touchdown pass, though, right? Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. He did. But, you know, come on. It's Cam Newton. Come on. Um, all right. Uh, other things we saw from tonight. Anything kind of stick out to you before we kind of talk about the Melvins today and how scared uh, Melvin Ingram made us? Oh, my gosh. That was awesome. Uh, let me see. Let's just go by. I haven't seen anything from Tennessee Green Bay yet. Um, Houston KC, I saw a few little highlights. looked like Mahomes kind of played a conservative, didn't do anything special. I saw Dallas Goddard had a few catches for the Eagles. Right. Uh, Juju Moss. Juju Moss somebody, right. Uh, it was the safety uh, safety corner hybrid that they were using, 32. Um, I his name. Who the hell were they playing? I can't even think about it the right Eagles. Now. Oh, yeah, the Don't Eagles. Don't fucking That's insult right. the world. Oh, that Damn team. It. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Uh, let's see. I heard Russell had a great first drive for Seattle, but I haven't seen that either. Brady didn't play with New England, Washington. Uh, I know Jacksonville. I don't know what it was, but I know they steamrolled right down the field the first time, right? Yeah. Bortles ran it in. Yes, he did. Um, other than that, that's all I really saw, I could say, to this right now. All right. So we're, we're, we're hanging out Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon. Uh, and what's funny is, is we're looking out in the parking lot, and they're staying at a hotel right around the corner from us. Ooh, you know what that means? Josh is ordering that grub. Josh, he got some room service. They're probably calling me like, sir. Unfortunately, we don't have any more hamburgers. We lost them in that construction room where yeah. Sims couldn't sleep today. Yeah, is is that guy that uh, that yelled at us and said that he's going to talk about us on a podcast? <laughs> uh, what's up, Josh? Uh, they just wanted to know how many bottles of water I wanted. Oh, nice. I got three. Good. Just so we can all have one. Thanks, Ooh, friend. Thanks, that's friend. Cute. Friendy old pal. Um, 
So we look out the parking lot, and there's uh, a beautiful red Ferrari. There was a beautiful silver Lamborghini. Yeah. There was a, I believe, a black Maybach that was there. Yeah. Um, that ended up being Melvin Ingram. Yep. And and we go, hey, you know who drives that red Ferrari? And Melvin Gordon walks in wearing a Ferrari hat, and he goes, yeah, that's mine. I but go, he was driving. He had a Lambo, right? Was it a Lambo? Was it a Lam- his was a Lamborghini, right? Was he had it? a Ferrari hat on, but he had a Lamborghini car. He literally only bought the Ferrari hat because he needed one and went into a Ferrari dealership. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were good, man. They were a lot of fun. It was amazing. But what was funny was like Ingram Ingram just came in like talking shit. Yes. And like everything we said, he was like, nah, I don't agree. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is like we had all these plans to do things and Ingram was like, that's not how this is going to work. He hijacked the whole afternoon. Dude, he so he devoted us. Yeah. So have you been around like, is that a typical D lineman? Mm, it, it can. It's certainly there's one of them on every team. Now, if he's the star player like he is, that emboldened him even more to oh, be because, yeah. you know, he, he's the man on his team. Uh, and, uh, yes, they can be that way. It's not that serious, but it's almost like they get a kick out of, like, it's like dry sense of humor of being a cool bully. And he wants to see everybody squirm as he. Yo, we were all squirming. I mean, everyone in the room was squirming. squirming. Well, I mean, we tried to challenge some of his answers because they were wrong. And he said, no, they're not. No, not. And, and people our, were literally. And like, our BR employees were like, you're right, it's not. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> and eventually I was just like, I'm not, I'm not taking this shit. He did take a swing right into my chest. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Oh, man, I felt like one of my ribs cracked. Uh, but they were cool. They were awesome. They're such speci- specimens. Oh, my God. I mean, Melvin Gordon. Can you imagine tackling Melvin Gordon if he's running at you full speed? No. I know. And then Melvin Ingram, I mean, I just... Can't I, imagine being tackled I, by him. Exactly. It's always the depth of thickness yeah. of their chests. Right. It's like from the depth from the front of their chest to the back of their back, you're like, that's two of me. Yeah, I know. It's amazing the denseness of those guys. That's always what has impressed me. I'm built more like a baseball pitcher yes. where I'm like broad like that you know what i mean uh yeah, you're like you're like a 45 year old greg maddox oh thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> but but, those, but those guys like they're the opposite of kittle right yes like george kittle we're hanging out with and george is like i eat nine thousand calories a day just to keep this physique and like i feel like melvin ingram's like i can eat some gummy bears like i'm chilling. yes no yeah melvin ingram is he, he can get as big as he wants if he decided he wanted to be 290 next week he could go in the gym do a little yeah. eat some mcdonald's and he'll be 290 it really is incredible the size of d lyman that come out of south carolina oh i know the like sec him and jadevian clowny like men that whole area then you think about it like you know what's else in south carolina Clemson. Yeah, right. Like that whole area of the country is just absolutely crazy. But it is. they were really cool. We did some stuff with them, and uh, they want us to come back next year. They yep. want to they mess with us because, you know, because Sims and Lefko. domination. We are the Players Podcast, and we don't mess around. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming on tomorrow. Uh, so if you're listening to this and it's a little bit late, uh, check us out on social, man, at Sims and Lefko. We like to put a lot of the stuff on Instagram. We're going to be hanging out with a bunch of former football players tomorrow. And not just any guys. Ooh, intercepted. Who was that? Cowboys. I don't know who it is. Uh, some bum. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the Players Podcast. We love all of them. Uh, but we're going to be hanging out with Ocho Cinco tomorrow, Reggie Bush tomorrow, uh, Lamar Woodley, Justin Forsett. We want to talk about people forget that he was on that Cal team that didn't just have Aaron Rodgers. 
It also had Marshawn Lynch. Yes. Like wild. Insane. Uh, and then I, who were some of the other people? D'Angelo Hall, D'Angelo a.k.a. Hall. Chris Sims' daddy when they played football against each other. <laughs> yeah, like one quarter of Chris Sims' interceptions from D'Angelo him. Hall. It's unreal. You should, you should introduce him as that. Uh, I think so. That'll be good. Yeah. Right. He'll like right. that. Yeah. He'll loosen him up. One of my stories, too, I'll always remember about D'Angelo Hall. My I think it was my rookie year. Or no, it might have been my second. Hmm. It was my rookie year. D'Angelo Hall, my class. He is. He's two class of 2003, right? D'Angelo Hall, I remember people on our Tampa Bay Buccaneers sideline talking crap to him. And he was, of course, out on the out on the island already as a rookie because he was that type of guy. He was 2003 draft, right? Are you not looking? At I think he was 2003 draft. I'm what? looking at possible questions oh. from uh, our but listeners. But then um, I remember guys razzing him on the sideline and him telling us that he was the man and that he already had $15 million in the bank. And man, that shut so many people up on the sideline. That was the end of the he discussion. He was just yelling that towards yeah. you guys? Yeah, he was. He was having a good game, and we knew he was the man. And uh, some DBs that were like on the bench for our team were like talking crap to him. And he was like, he turned around. I remember him just being like, man, I'm the man. I got $15 million in the bank already. He Damn. was 04 <laughs> draft, 8th pick. 04, so it, was, all right, so it was my second year uh, when we went out there into – to Atlanta. That was the year I think Vic got hurt and didn't play. So I'm just going to go through some of these uh, DMs real quick live. I haven't really looked at them. Uh, first one's kind of scaring me, Sims. Whoa. Uh, Sean W. Show saying the first throw from Dak went to Blake Jarwin. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Well, didn't our boy uh, already choke out of that uh, that bet? No, he sent us a picture showing that he actually had eyebrows. Uh, okay. We'll see. Someone else offered to shave their entire body if Carrion Johnson uh, rushed for over, over – rushed for under 750 yards this year. Someone Ooh. offered that to you? To us. Ooh. To this podcast? I, yeah. I, I, we My can't... best thing is that I'm not actually responding. I'm only responding on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We can't so take there, that. Because you think Carrion's going to have a big year. I do. I like Carrion, and I would think they're going to be a resurgence to the run game up there under Matt Patricia. All right, so People the, are just offering to do weird things to themselves. Apparently, it's all involving body hair. Yeah. Good. I don't like body hair anyways, so shave it off. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. <laughs> Send your offers in. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Tyler says, what about Khalil Mack for Earl Thomas and a couple of picks? What do you guys think? Oh, uh, well, I... That that is one of the teams like I think about with Seattle, and I'm just like, man, they need that next level pass rusher. <sighs> no, <laughs> I mean I just can't imagine the Raiders are gonna. This is this is the thing that I think about with like guys like Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. I always go back to the New England conversation. New England doesn't pay anybody like that, and look at New England every year. They build this great depth on their team, and we go, how do they survive these injuries? And I want to go, well, it's because they're not paying one guy $50 million that year or $30 million. They don't do that. Right. And I do like feel for teams like the Rams and the Raiders because I do think they realize that, and they're stuck in a spot here. Um, but I do think eventually they're going to have to cave as well, and just hopefully they're not held – you know, to the fire to have to give such a huge percentage of their salary cap every year to one player. I mean, because it's just it's devastating to a team if they sign a Khalil Mack and give him eighteen million dollars a year and sixty million guaranteed, and he gets hurt in week five. I mean, that just that will that will screw your team up for two to three years, and that's that's why it's such a big commitment and such a hard negotiation. I'm just seeing right now that Fendrick is posting me lounging uh, for the podcast and also showed me with the remote control at the bar. It wasn't my intention. No, he gave it to us. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. 
Fendick, and what were you today? Spen- Spendrick. Spendrick. No yeah. one has spelled my name yet yes. uh, correctly on this trip. <laughs> the funny, the funny thing is, is like they're like, which game do you guys want to watch? Who's your team? And we're like, uh, every game. Yeah, we're like, we don't care. Uh, just we're, turn we're them like, on. All of the games. And they were like, oh, okay. But we're having a good time in California. We are. Tomorrow's going to be fun, and then hopefully we get to hang out with Sean McVay, and, and we're going to have a good weekend. Yep. Yeah, the cloud would move or just be white instead of orange. I think everything would be good out it, here. It, um, yes, and then 645 construction in a room next right. to you. I mean, I don't even know how that's legal. Should I? I mean, should I give a lawsuit? I mean, Maybe. I, I mean, I don't even, they broke California rules. I today. said to Sims in the elevator, "Tomorrow we're getting up at five thirty, so the construction doesn't matter. They should do it at five thirty. Yeah, wake oh, them up. Silver lining, great. Oh, great. Mother Hen's gonna make sure we get there four hours before the shoot. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to make sure we're prepared. It's good. It's really good. It's a good impression. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, love you guys a lot. Uh, again, Sims is going to watch all of the preseason games, and on Monday we're going to do a more in-depth film dive, mainly focusing on big-time rookies, uh, new free agent acquisitions, and any players that kind of catch Sims's eye. Uh, we're going to kind of let Sims drive the boat on Monday, which will be good. But hope you guys are enjoying our ongoing coverage of this road trip brought to you by the Access Point of the, <laughs> the San, San Jose Airport. <laughs> if you stop in and eat a beer, go there and give a cheer. Access point. Uh, for Sims. Peace out, homies. Uh, for Fender. Good evening, everybody. And for the LA. <laughs> Good evening. It's not even fun when we can't do it. I don't think we should let him say I'm just not used to Fendrick. I'm just not used to Fendrick being here for all these spots. And for the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. We will holla, 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 holla. When did that start? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. like that at He's all. taking it over with it. He I'm does. so done with the hollas. Get that out of here. Uh, see you guys. Bye-bye, everyone.